It's 11 minutes to 5 on Radio 2000 and uh, just in case you missed it, Americans are at the polls today to decide the winner of the most divisive elections in modern history as far as uh, the American elections are concerned. After a bruising 18-month election cycle, uh, we will know within hours whether Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton will be the next, the 45th President of the United States of America. Uh, Voting began in the early hours of this morning in New Hampshire uh, where the village of uh, Dixville Notch became the first in the nation to declare uh, shortly after midnight local time. And uh, joining us, uh, joining me on the line right now is SABC reporter Sherwin Bryce Peace is uh, live uh, in Harlem. Hi there, Sherwin. Uh, welcome to the show. Now, being right there in the middle, in the midst of all of the action, how is the atmosphere and mood of the elections? Well, there's, a, there's some clear-sighted people, I tell you, here in Harlem. They have waited a long time. You mentioned that this has been an 18-month election cycle, Ernest. I mean, that's a long time mm. to, uh, you know, to get to this point. So people, I think, in many ways relieved. I think a lot of people are fearful, and I think a lot of people are exhausted, depending on whether you're a journalist or whether you worked in the campaigns. Uh, people are happy to see the back of this election. As you mentioned, it has been one of the most divisive contests in United States history. I mean, just think back a couple of years. Barack Obama was up against John McCain. I mean, it wasn't like this, was it? No, he certainly didn't not. Romney in 2012. It wasn't like this, was it? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and Donald Trump certainly has confounded political scientists. You know, he's this brash billionaire that no one expected to get this far. And here we are on Election Day, Donald Trump versus Hillary Clinton. And hopefully we'll have a result for you by about you know, early morning South African time tomorrow. Mm. Now, divisive as the uh, elections have been in modern history, as far as uh, U.S. elections are concerned, uh, Sherwin, and uh, we concur on that. But are there, I'll throw in the question anyway, are there any similarities that tie the two candidates so close? Well, it depends on, uh, you know, similarities that this is a man and a woman. So, so in terms of sex, <laughs> absolutely not. But in terms of uh, how electors, how voters see the candidates, you know, they've mm. been talking about this is a choice between two evils that these, both these candidates have very high unpopularity ratings in this country. People don't necessarily like them. Uh, you know, when you talk about uh, the hope and change of Barack Obama in 2008, people voted for something. In this instance, many people tell you, I'm voting against something, not necessarily for Hillary Clinton, but against Donald Trump and vice versa. So in that sense, there are many similarities. But let's not forget that this is a historic election. Think back to 2008, the first black president of the United States. We don't hear many, many people talking enough about how historic this candidacy of Hillary Clinton is. She's the first woman to ever lead a major party into a, a, an election. She's already broken that ceiling. Uh, and, and this will be the first time in the Americans' almost 250-year history that a woman could be elected to become the next commander-in-chief of the most powerful military in the world. That will send a powerful message to women around the world everywhere, I think. Mm. Now, Sherwin, you've been based in New York for a couple of years. We know we're reporting for the, from uh, the United Nations headquarters as well. You've seen many, uh, mm-hmm. I've lost count, many uh, U.S. elections come and go. Uh, surely there's a stark difference between how we elect presidents. And uh, uh, would you say the novelty hasn't worn off yet, just yet, as far as the American U.S., uh, the U.S. elections are concerned? It's completely different in South Africa. I mean, in South Africa, you vote for a party. In the United States, you vote for an individual. Uh, you know, people in South Africa don't realize that when they go vote, they're not actually voting for President Zuma or for a Musi Maimane or a Julius Malema. They're voting for the EFF, the DA, or the ANC. And mm. then Parliament elects the president in South Africa. This is quite different. Um, you know, despite the, the, the fact that Jacob Zuma might be the face of the ANC come election time, 
he is not, you're not directly voting for that. You vote for the ANC. Mm-hmm. Uh, here, it's quite different. You vote for the candidate. I mean, the parties essentially don't really, uh, you know, the, 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 the power structures that exist within the Republican Party and the Democratic Party don't nominate a president. It's actually done by the voters themselves. So uh-huh. there's that, it's completely different in that sense. This is why you have all these primaries, you have these primary debates, uh, caucuses, before we actually get to, uh, to election day. So this is a long, much more uh, uh, involved process, certainly, compared to what we do in South Africa. Mm. Uh, Donald Trump supporters have seen to uh, have been seen in the, in the past, or at least during the uh, campaign itself, uh, being rather riotous, if uh, one can use that word. How, how is the mood there, would you say? Any violence or any disruptions of any sort? You know, this is a candidate, Ernest, that has said that he is not sure if he's going to accept the outcome of the election. And, you know, he's talked about the system being rigged. And, you know, when he's up in the polls, he says, uh, you know, I'm winning. And when he's down in the polls, he says it's a rigged system. Yep. So uh, it depends on what Donald Trump does. You know, when you have a leader of his uh, stature, uh, certainly within uh, among his supporters, it's going to depend really on what he comes out and says if he loses this election or if he wins this election. I mean, what, this can, what, what, what either candidate has to do if they win, they've got a very divided country. You have a Republican Party that really wants to see the back of Democrats in the White House. You have a Democratic Party that wants to continue the legacy of President Barack Obama. And so what you have, uh, what you need in the president come uh, Wednesday morning when the results are out is really to be president for everybody. And it's going to be interesting to see how each candidate is able to do that because this is, as, we, as I speak to you right now, a very, very divided country. Mm. But uh, at least it needs to be noted, I mean, at least in the final hours of campaigning, because campaigning went on well into the night last night, Hillary was already sounding that unifying message, was it, wasn't she? Right. I mean, and so, you know, it's called the closing argument here. It's like, what are you going to say now at the end, now that all is said and done? What is your vision for America? She, you know, her, her campaign slogan is Stronger Together. Uh, 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 Donald Trump says, Make America Great Again. And you saw this diversion in their closing arguments last night. Hillary was talking about the future, that she wants to be the president for everybody, that we need to unify. Donald Trump was talking about, if you don't elect me, we're going down the tubes. Hmm. And so there's, there's fear-mongering on the right, and there's kind of like, let's get together, you know, this is about demographics in this country. It's about blacks, it's about whites, it's about Latinos, it's about this cornucopia of, of different people from different parts of the world that have become United States citizens and vote in these elections. You know, the, the, whites continue to be a majority in this country, but that is changing over time. And so you need to, you know, you, you need to have a, 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 a wholesome message that, that, that wants to involve everybody. And we're seeing more of that from the Democrats than we are from the Republicans today. Yep, uh, the most grueling election campaign yet, culminating into these final hours, Sherwin Bryce Peace, and uh, we hope to touch base with you as soon as the America has decided finally, and the rest of the world uh, actually gets in on it. Uh, we hope to touch base with you, but thank you so much. Thank you. Already, Sherwin Bryce Peace, SABC reporter, live from the U.S. of A. in Harlem, to be exact, as the Americans decide their next leader into the White House.